Olympus, I accept this message. Well, hello there, little Scotty. I see you're trying to start a podcast. Yes. Well, do you know, I think you might need some help here. I think I have something you're looking for. What is it? It's fun fiction. Welcome to Fun Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like, and I thought this was going to be an episode on the direct-to-video sequel to Hercules, Scotty Moore! And I've been taken by the River Styx, I'm Megan Danger. I am fucking furious with you, because I can't stop playing Hades. You, last week, were like, we're going to do Hades, and I said, oh, that sounds fun. I'll get the game and, like, look into it, and then I just haven't fucking stopped. I haven't beaten it yet. Like, I haven't, and I don't mean, like, the other endings. I mean, like, I've not even beaten my dad yet. I got to, I killed him once, and then he was like, that's not even my final form. And I was like, ah, fuck, and then that's where I died. Yeah, you got to kill him nine more times. Um I beg your <laughs> I beg your pardon, in that battle or just in general? Oh, oh yeah, to get to, like, to beat the game and get into the post-game, you, you, you gotta kill him nine more times. Oh, okay, I thought you <laughs> meant, like, he kept resurrecting. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, you mean, oh, you mean in the actual first fight, yeah, yeah, no, he only, yeah, in the, in the fight, he does do that thing where he's like, Ow, oh, my, my sternum, my spleen, and then he gets back up again, and he's like, fooled you. No, that only happens the once. Um, Good, because uh, it would have been some bullshit if he's like, that's not even my final form. Oh, I am slain. But that wasn't even my final form. <laughs> no, that would suck. No, what's really funny is you're not e- you're not even the first friend that I've ruined. <laughs> I, I I had another friend texting me like two days ago, um, uh, who who told me that they had to uninstall it from their their switch. Yeah, because like here's the thing: <laughs> it's you don't realize how long it takes. But like I think I every time I play it, I'm like I'm gonna do three runs and that's it. But that can take like hours like that could be like two three hours before you put it down well and because you have to go talk to you have to go talk to all of your friends and maybe you want to buy some stuff for the thing and you'll put stuff at house and you want to do thing and, and you gotta talk you gotta talk to your, your potential girlfriend and your potential boyfriend at and you the same see, time yes yes you gotta see what achilles is doing and like it's it's i have and then and, and then once you beat the game, you still haven't beat the game. Yeah. I've sunk 80 hours into this game. Uh, but yeah, like he messaged me and he's like, I've beat the game. The game's over. I, I See, that's the thing. I, I know we spoil, like the, the nature of the show is that we basically spoil everything in detail. But it's like, I, I feel bad. It's like I almost don't want to spoil shit. Oh no, I've read I've read the spoilers. I mean for the list for the oh. listeners because it's such a rich fucking game and there's so much, but I guess that's what we do here. But he's like he's like I picked the game, mom's home, it's over, it's done. I'm done. <laughs> it's, 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 and I'm, I'm like, but you haven't done this this and he's like, "No, no, I'm not listening to you. But it's not like that game." <laughs> well, for me what I love about it is a I was very upset in the beginning when I realized, oh, I've got to do this bullshit every fucking time. Like, yes, it's a roguelike and the chambers change, but it's still going to be the same game. And so I was like, I don't want to have to, like, build up and do that. And each time it's just going to be longer and longer every time I have to run through it. But the game is so good about keeping you invested. Like, the moment you're about to get... Firstly, it's an easy game to put down and pick back up. Never have I had a game that I wasn't willing to, like, binge all the way through until Hades. And with Hades, I was like, I can put this down. I can play it a little bit later. Play it, like... Like, I didn't play it today, and I'm fine. This is the least and most addictive game ever, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Um, Yeah, because I think... Like, at the top, I'm bad at games. I did not, like, when everyone was saying, Hades is so fucking good, you gotta play Hades. Like, for the longest time, I'm like, 
No, I don't, because I won't have fun, because I suck at games. But Hades is so good at being like, no, that's fine. It's okay. You, you can keep beefing it for fucking ever, and we will still reward you with a very good story you're going to get invested in. Even, yeah. even if it takes you a hundred fucking tries to murder your dad, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna fall in love with this game and its beautiful character art and design and its great story and its awesome music. Oh, the music is so fucking good in Hades. Now, for me, like, I was shocked at some of the weapons that I was good at and weren't good at. Like, I thought I'd be really good with the sword because I am very much a run-in punch the shit out of everything I could find and then go to the next chamber. I am not a technical person, who, which is weird because I'm main uh, Widowmaker in Overwatch, but I'm not a person who like is tactical that often, but for some reason, I'm fucking great with that bow and arrow. <laughs> I can kick ass with that bow and arrow. See, oh god, I fucking hate bow. That's RJ's favorite. So, yeah, that's, that's the other thing. I fucking hate Overwatch um, because yeah. I'm really bad at it. I suck <laughs> at it. That's the kind of thing. I suck at this stuff. Um, but that's another thing that keeps Hades really fresh is because, yeah, you have to go through the fucking... You go, it's a roguelike. You gotta start at the beginning. You gotta fight your way up through all the different chambers and fight the mini-bosses and shit who are all so unique and have yep. great fucking dialogue. And there's so much dialogue. You Again, 80 hours in this game, I've maybe heard some of the same dialogue cues maybe twice. Oh, yeah, easily. Uh, also, I will say they're all unique, but Theseus can suck a big dick. Like the minute, <laughs> minute I walked in that chamber, I'm like, actually, fuck you. Minotaur's <laughs> cool, but fuck you. I love, I love Theseus, and I feel like we'll have to get into characters in a in a sec. But yeah. like, so, but one of the things that Hades also does that keeps it fresh is that yeah, what what keeps that from getting stale is the weapons are so wildly different that it makes each run a very different experience on how you play it that the sword handles so different from the fists handles so different from the bow from the shield now hold on wait before you go down that list i do want to just quickly just for the audience explain how fucking buck wild it was for me to keep trying to like mentally get over like my why is this here because i was like okay sword that makes sense aegis that's like a legitimate shit from mythology hell yeah uh the fucking bow and arrow yeah i could see that <laughs> The rocket launcher. Yeah, and then it was just like, and then boxing gloves. I was like, I guess that's a little God of War tribute, I guess. And then gun. Game was just like, also, there's gun now. Um, the sword is slow as fuck. Yeah, the sword is so goddamn slow. I love the fists. Because yep. I am a I am a melee person at heart. I don't want to think about. It. I just want to punch the. Of all of the like, not quite thirty times that I have murdered, I've murdered my goddad. Sixteen of them have been with the fists. I was a fistman, and then you told me about like the special, not a boon. What's it called? The aspect, aspect. the Zeus aspect for Aegis, and no, that's it. I'm a fucking shield motherfucker all oh, day the now. Zeus aspect of the shield fucks so hard. Because I'll get that, and now, okay, listeners, this episode's going to be nerdy as shit, and we apologize for that, but it's going <laughs> to be. But I told you, I love getting that aspect, sending off my shield just to fuck off somewhere and hit people and then getting the blade rifts from Ares and then just I call it my Beyblade build because there's just <laughs> circular shit spinning everywhere it's so good it's like hey shield go take a walk and just go fuck some people up for me why don't you yeah that's my favorite when I'm fighting um not Megara not the fury who just screams murder at me but the third one you oh, know, the, dom the, the, the real dominatrix one. Oh, hell yeah. You know there's that moment where she just chases you around? Yes. I just, like, throw out my shield and then order it to come back to me as she's chasing me, so it's just constantly <laughs> hitting her. It's like, you you deal with this. <laughs> so, so okay, um, so you're this kid named Zagreus. You're the son of, of, of Hades, god of the underworld, who I didn't realize, I didn't realize Zagreus was a real 
mythological guy. I thought he was just invented for the game. Oh, I didn't know that one. I, I'm not a Greek mythology hoe, though. I'm a, I'm a Norse boy all the way through. I'm fairly into Greek mythology, but yeah, I didn't. That was news to me. Uh, and you want you want get out because your dad's a dick and y'all don't get along. And so you fight your way out of the underworld and you do that because or you do that with help uh, from the gods on Olympus who are like, yeah, it seems like your dad's a taint. Take some boons. And they all got cool, unique powers. And all the gods have really great, unique personalities. Yep. Like Aphrodite, who's mad horny and also completely naked. (laughs) She's so like she came up the first time and I went, there's got to be clothes on there somewhere, right? Nope, no clothes. No clothes at all on that one. The art is so good. Um, Artemis, who's just kind of shy, antisocial, pretty pretty gay. Uh, yep. <laughs> Ares. Hey, I, actually, any, any character in this game can be prefaced with pretty gay and then describe the character. They're all pretty gay. You know what? That's accurate. That is 100% accurate. Everyone in this game is bisexual until proven otherwise. <laughs> they are they are bisexual as a baseline and then they are either like gay or <laughs> Yeah. Um Yeah, Ares who only loves murder. He's just such God. a boner for murder. Ares is my favorite. I I think he's the one who I've gotten the most of like collected the most boons from is Ares. Ares's boons are great. Uh, Di- Dionysus, my f- my my favorite, my boy, my homeboy Dionysus. Hey, Zagreus, my man, it's a party. It's great. How are you doing? Nice cock. Nice cock. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. It's such a good game. Like it's I, such it, a good game. And what's weird is like, usually I am. It's just gonna be weird, but I'm gonna compare this game to restaurants. Most restaurants, I know what I get, and I don't order off menu. And I, I would have been that with this game. I would have just said, "Fist me, Aries," and I'm good all the way through. But then, like the fist game, fist me, Aries. Fist me, Aries. Yes. <laughs> But then the game kind of, because of the fact that it is a roguelike and you won't always be rewarded with Ares, forces you to explore the other characters and see the cool shit that they can do. Like, um, is Artemis the one that has deflect on, like, all their shit? No, that's Athena, who is, yeah, that's great, where it's just, like, all this shit bounces off of you. It's like, yes, cousin, it is I, Athena, we're going to get you out of hell. (laughs) Also, here are your death defiances back. I have an owl on my shoulder. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I love about it is it forces you to kind of figure out which route you're going to take. If you're like me in the beginning and not aware that the scary skull on the wall means you're going to probably <laughs> die in the next chamber. It's just which one that do you go with? so fucking funny when you're like, how do I know if I'm going to get in a room with the fucking bull man? And I'm like, well, if you're in Elysium, don't. Go into any of the the hard rooms. Like, don't go into any of the skull rooms. And you're like, what's one of the skull? What do you mean the skull rooms? <laughs> I thought I, I thought you meant like a whole ass door shaped like a skull. And you're like, no, it's just the little symbol. I'm like, that's decoration, isn't it? <laughs> skull generally means bad. It means it's a hard room. <laughs> That's uh, okay. I lasted this long. It's perfectly fine. Also, I will say the last level to me did feel a bit like bullshit because it is straight up just go find some shit for your dog and now fight your god dad, which I got lucky. My first run through, I only had to go through two of the doors to get to the end of it. Oh, lucky. Yeah. The the final, the, the chambers in the Temple of Sticks fucking suck. Where it's a completely random, you, you might have to only go through two. Two's the least amount you can go through. You might have to go through fucking all of them because fuck you. Fight a million little satyr motherfuckers who will poison you. Fight a bunch of plague rats. Eat a dick. <laughs> um, 
but but all the the cute little things you get uh the 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 uh messages you get when you when you do feed when you bribe your dog to go away when you bribe cerberus to go away so you can go kill your dad or it just says things like cerberus bribed or cerberus destroyed parentheses you did this <laughs> <laughs> oh no the one i got i think was like cerberus destroyed Kinda. <laughs> that was it. Honestly, yeah. every single time, like you were talking earlier about you gotta go in, you gotta talk to Achilles, you gotta talk to um Hypnos, aka the one character I wish I could romance in this game, because he's just always there welcoming me in and I'm like, you can get it. You're, you seem like a soft, palatable bottom for old Zag, and I'm down with that. Um Zag is a bottom. <laughs> Zag's a bottom that thinks he's a top, and that's the best yes. thing. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, See, you you haven't done enough of the game yet, though. You haven't met Orpheus, have you? Uh, is that the that the music person? Oh, okay. You have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in already at the end. I'm up to now where I can get the fishing rod, and I'm refusing to get the fishing rod because I hate fishing. It's it's the easiest mechanic. It takes two seconds to catch a fish. Yeah. Or so Orpheus is speaking voice is wild um his singing voice is zagreus though oh really yeah because it's darren korb who made all the music in the game and is also doing zagreus's voice and is orpheus's singing voice <laughs> i want them to want me <laughs> is how I feel i've yet to make that 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 boy sing yet though i haven't gotten orpheus to sing yet yeah it takes a hot minute um I mean, wait till I tell you that it's the same dude who does the voice for Hades, Poseidon, Zeus, Charon, and the narrator, I think, are all the same guy. Yeah, I could see that. Because they are all basically, hello, I am God. (laughs) Now I'm different God, because I'm a little cooler, Zag man. (laughs) Now I'm angry God. Like. God, though, when you think of all the dialogue they got to record, that dude, that dude, that dude's cashing in some overtime. Yeah. Um, God. But yeah, every single time I go in, I have to pet the dog. I pet Cerberus every fucking time that I can. The game lets you pet the dog. That's how you know it's a good game. And then, oh, you know who I always make sure to talk to, even though so far they have been completely useless, is Dusa. Because Zeus is just this adorable little fuckhead who's just like, oh, you want me to clean your room? How you doing? Fuck! And then runs away. She's so cute. She's a gorgon, and she's she's a, a maid in the house of Hades. And yeah, she's just like, oh, hello there, Master Zagreus, or whatever. And then she just gets so fucking flustered. She's like two seconds away from getting like a little anime nosebleed, and then she literally just vibrates off the screen because she just <laughs> fucking can't. It's just like, oh, thank you, Deuce. Oh, and there you go. Okay, bye. It took me way too long to realize Dusa, Medusa. That I'm upset with how long that one took. Jesus me. Christ, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'll tell you, my favorite thing is still that moment because, like I said. The game does keep giving you new shit, so that way, even when you're like, ah, fuck, I gotta go do all that again, the game's like, well, no, no, here's some stuff in between. But the first moment the game told me to take a rest, I shit my pants. Because I was like, because <laughs> there is an option to rest in the bed, and every time you walk by and click the button, Zagreus is like, don't need sleep. I don't <laughs> want to go to bed right now. I'm like, then why is it an option? And then finally the game was like, We'll show you why it's an option. Go remember your day. Yeah, that was something, because it's like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm Zagreus. I'm cheeky. And it's like, oh. He's so <laughs> cheeky. Uh, is there more? Like, because my, my other favorite thing about it, at least so far, 
This seems like just a dad and son taking a stripping away all the god shit. It just seems like in a dad and a son having a disagreement, which is adorable to me. It's not <laughs> this massive like you declared war, war on the earthlings and now I must fight against you. He's like, no, I just kind of want to go out on my own. It's like a full. This is like a goofy movie, but with with the devil. <laughs> I mean, basically, there's, there's, <laughs> so there's my, more. My theory there's, is there's... correct that at the end of it, Ares and Zagreus, or I'm sorry, Hades and Zagreus go to a Powerline concert together. I mean, they do make a joke about going fish. I did, the, the last time we did fight to the death, they did make a joke about going on a fishing trip. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like, there's more, there's, there's plot you haven't gotten to but like that's the thing there's so much and there's like threads you can do and explore there's stuff you can pick at and then there's just random shit that happens that's so great like i don't know if this is something that just happens or if it's because i have dumped so much nectar into dionysus because i love him but just randomly during one of my runs when i was picking up a dionysus boon he was just like hey zag you know what would be just a laugh riot you should tell like um uh, what's it? Orpheus hangs out at your dad's court, right? You should tell him we're the same guy. Wouldn't that be a gas? And then the next time after I, you know, did my run and I go back in and I talk to Orpheus and Zagreus is like, hey, Orpheus, mate, did you know that Dionysus and I are actually the same person and I was like reincarnated or something like that? And Orpheus is like, what? No, I had no idea. That's that's absolutely crazy. Oh, my gosh. I will I will <laughs> compose an ode about this Zagreus and Zagreus is like yeah <laughs> isn't that fun that's fucking wild <laughs> bye Orpheus and then a couple runs later I forget about it and then I die and then as I walk in at this point I've got Orpheus singing and stuff I hear a song and it's it's oh the tale of Zagreus torn to bits by the titans reborn as Dionysus and it's like um, and you go talk to him and Zagreus is like, so that was a joke. You know, that was a joke, right? I wasn't serious. I was joking, my dude. And that's just a thing that happens. That has no like plot consequence. That's just a wacky thing that happens on the course of your journeys. They put so much effort into this fucking game. I am violently impressed with it every single time I pick it up. Because it's so fucking funny, it's so clever, but it's also brutal. It is, if it, if you choose the wrong shit, it's very difficult at times. Like, there was one room in Elysium, it wasn't like the ballroom or anything like that, but there was a room in Elysium where I walked in, and just immediately, everyone swarmed me at once, and I was dead within two seconds. Like, yeah. Brutal. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you, you can meet up with Sisyphus and his boulder is named Boldy and he tells you to talk to it for therapy and, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> and it will just sort of loom at you and it's great. But yeah, also, if you try to steal from Karen, the, the, the boatman, he will just fucking murk your ass. He'll straight murk you. You can steal? Uh, eventually you'll get that option. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, Chiron, I kept throwing points into him, hoping he would bring down his fucking prices, but no. <laughs> no, he cannot be swayed. You know, your 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 sad gate spear dad, Achilles, oh, yeah. who, I, who I love, who, who, ba who basically raised you <laughs> instead of your angry dad. The man and who his, I have put no points into. I don't think I've even given him any what? nectar. What? How? How can you not? I'm so, for the longest I, time, I thought, like, I thought, until I talked to you, I thought every character was romanceable, other than, like, the dog. I know I couldn't fuck <laughs> the dog, but outside of that, I thought, like, I could romance anyone I wanted. So I just started throwing shit, like, into Hypnos, into Chiron. I was like, I'm a fuck you, Chiron. I'm a fuck you, I mean, Hypnos. you should still give everyone nectar because you get the keepsakes from them, yeah, and then and from there you I've get, yeah. That's what I've learned since then, but then there are people who I'm just like, have I given you one yet? I don't know. <laughs> But then that's also how you push their stories and stuff forward. Like, don't you want to know the truth about your sparring, your, your little sparring skeleton and how he got there? 
I, and who put them there? I popped a few nectars <laughs> into Skelly. I put some of that good, good juice into Skelly as well. <laughs> he puts, he puts some good juice in Skelly. I don't know how you've been able to ignore your sweet, sad, gay spear dad. Oh my god! <laughs> and his and his boyfriend who's who's trapped in the Elysium. Oh man, it's so powerful. It's so such- and, and Eurydice. Fuck it. Oh god, Eurydice has my favorite character design i think and she just like a broccoli person she's a, a dryad or a naiad a dryad Looks like a dry she's ass a fu- dryad <laughs> piece of broccoli to me <laughs> I fucking hate you she's a tree nymph Oh, okay. So it looks like a little tree, which, in my opinion, you know what looks like a little tree? Broccoli, baby. Ugh, I will fuck up the time of my run if I get her little chamber just so I can stand there and hear her good, good song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every time I walk in and she's (laughs) Zagreus, she's singing again. All right. <laughs> no, her um, her fucking keepsake kicks ass though. You told me about that one. That kicks ass. Yeah, it's super handy. All right, should we get into fan fiction and stop being total fucking nerds? Yeah, I guess we oughta. Cause we did both go. I didn't go as hard in the paint, but I know for a fact you did. Yeah, I've only got five pages, four and a half. But that's as that's as long as mine is. Oh, okay. Good. 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 Yeah, no, mine's not super long. I just, I, you know, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually, I came, um, I came with a very specific intent this episode. Um, because I feel like our, um, our objectives typically on this show are either to make each other laugh or to make each other viscerally upset. <laughs> Mine does both. Mine will do both. <laughs> um, and you know, if, if 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 we manage to evoke a response in our listeners as well, that's just a bonus. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying something new this time. I want to see if I can make you cry. Now, to be fair, I tried that with Bulbasaur too. Bulbasaur was me trying to make people cry. Well, you made yourself cry. I apparently. did. That was good enough. <laughs> Although I don't know if I'm going to get you because apparently you don't give a shit about Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I might still be able to give you the feels. Okay. So here we go. Here's my best attempt. <laughs> Achilles had done it for Patroclus. That was all that mattered. He was all that mattered. You thought the Mandalorian one was gay. <laughs> <laughs> Much as in the final moments of his life, in those first ones of his death, Achilles had never stopped to consider the possible, far-reaching ramifications of his actions, or what Patroclus himself might want. Just what Achilles felt he absolutely must do, which was everything possible for the man he loved, which was to sign his own afterlife away to a contract with the god of the underworld to ensure the very best one for Patroclus. Even if it meant never seeing him again. Which Achilles consoles himself with the thought of, as Hades eagerly agrees to terms, he was never going to anyway. At least this way, he knows Patroclus will be happy, right? And after all, what's the worst thing Hades could possibly have him do? Guard the door to Tartarus and trade on his reputation as a fearsome murderer? There were so many far worse things. Far better and far worse. Hades, as it turns out, does not want Achilles to guard the door to Tartarus. He approaches the deceased warrior, and at first Achilles almost misses Hades' young son, Zagreus, who nearly vanishes in the shadow of his father, but for the fiery glow of his footprints. He needs to learn to fight, the hulking god of the dead says, his gestures towards the little godling as dismissive as his tone of voice, at least as much in that he doesn't embarrass his station in this house. I trust I can count on you for that. He's so tired of fighting. If Hades had anything approaching a sense of humor, Achilles would think Hades had phrased it as a question, as a choice, or something that Achilles himself had any kind of say in, to give the gods some kind of personal amusement. But he's not like Zeus or Poseidon, and so Achilles just replies, Aye, my lord. Quietly. Obediently. Per the terms of his contract. Be wary. Hades adds, 
The boy is already developing a defiant streak most unbecoming of the heir to the house. You have my permission to deal with it as you see fit. That final word is practically spat onto the ground as Hades takes his leave and young Zagreus shivers where he stands, waits until his father is a decent enough distance away before sticking his tongue out at his receding figure. He turns toward Achilles, scowling, daring him to do something about it, even as his gaze is fixed petulantly onto the floor. Achilles is surprised to find that he has to stop himself from smiling. He kneels down to Zagreus' height, his blue eyes meeting the boy's mismatched red and green. Even though Achilles is just a shade, just a mortal, dead and gone, and Zagreus is the son of one of the original gods of Olympus, the boy compulsively steps back, and Achilles feels a pain in his chest that should no longer be able to exist. Having a tough time with your father, lad? Little Zagreus sticks out his chin, crosses his arms for huffing and replying, Maybe. So what? Everyone does. This time, Achilles lets himself smile as he holds his famous spear out to Zagreus, who eyes it suspiciously. How would you like to learn to do something about it? Zagreus never hears the name Patroclus before meeting the strange warrior in Elysium. The only one who's not trying to murder him or screaming about him being a demon or calling him short. He just sits and talks to himself and looks so completely filled with a faint, withdrawn sense of loss that's so incredibly familiar to Zagreus. He's never seen this shade before, but he's seen that look of a hurt that never healed right nearly every day as he's grown up on his mentor Achilles' face. Only, where Achilles has always done his best to hide it, on this man it's out and naked and in the open. And so, of course, Zagreus is compelled to talk to him. And... That's when he learns about Patroclus, and later, when he tells Achilles, he learns about the contract, keeping them apart. The lad's a fast learner, Achilles assures Hades, years ago, as a younger, smaller Zagreus chases a younger, not-too-much-smaller Cerberus around the Great Hall with a spear. Practically a natural. We'll see. Boy! Zagreus immediately stops and stands at attention, wilting slightly under his father's gaze. Achilles claims you're a quick study. Show me. Zagreus nods silently, sullenly stepping away from Cerberus and begins to dutifully run through a series of stances and jabs, only to be stopped almost immediately by another floor-shaking command from Hades. No. Show me. Achilles feels the pulse he no longer has quicken. Sir, I don't think... Good. Because that's not what you're here for. Come, boy. Attack. And the spear is shaking in Zagreus' hands as he slowly steps forward. Hades' mouth does something unsettlingly close to a smile. What's the matter, boy? Are you afraid? And Achilles frowns as Zagreus takes the bait the young godling yelling and running headlong towards his father, who easily swats him aside, knocking him to the ground. Zagreus forces himself back up, but is knocked down again a moment later. Achilles watches it happen one more time before he finds himself stepping in, almost without even realizing he's doing it. That's enough, he says, his calm exterior suddenly broken. Excuse me? Hades growls, his voice somehow low but still powerful enough to shake the columns of the house. I, I just... he's... He's just a boy, my lord. And you're mortal who could be flung to the depths of Tartarus any moment I choose, Hades hisses, so know your place. And if you don't care at all for your own soul, then think of the one you sold yours for. Y yes my lord. The god of the underworld then turns his attention towards his son, still on the ground, sparing a clipped, keep practicing, before leaving the training ground. I'm, I'm sorry, sir, Zagreus murmurs to Achilles. I'm sorry that I was weak. You've nothing to be sorry for, Achilles insists. We just have to keep working to get you stronger is all. Zagreus doesn't see what the problem was with telling Patroclus about what Achilles had done for him, why he was in Tartarus while Patroclus was in Elysium. He had a right to know, didn't he? Based on the fight they're currently having, Achilles doesn't agree. You shouldn't just have to suffer here alone with Patroclus thinking you left him. You don't deserve that. You shouldn't have ever talked to him in the first place, Achilles says. 
and I deserve exactly what I've gotten, he adds with quiet bitterness. Always quiet. Even when they argue, even in rare moments like this, when Zagreus can tell he's pushed his mentor too far, the sharp contrast between Achilles and his father is never lost on him. Hades has never had a quiet moment in all the time that Zagreus can remember. Whether berating him or delivering a rare piece of backhanded praise, everything has always been shouted and proclaimed, and even Hades' growled threats concerning his son's jaunts to the surface meant to be conspiratorial feel loud enough to shake the floor. But even as Achilles' frown deepens at the thought of Patroclus learning of the contract made on his behalf, even though Zagreus is no longer just a child making childish mistakes, he still knows, deep down in the fiery core of himself, that Achilles would never raise his voice at him. Not because of who Zagreus, prince of the underworld, is, but because of who Achilles is. Because of the kind of man he is, even in death, or perhaps because of death, and what he's learned from it. And gods does Zagreus love him for it or at least he had until this moment he loved this quiet port in the stormy house of Hades that represented safety and calm but now Zagreus almost wishes Achilles would rage at him yell have some of his father's fierce temper instead of this sorrowful resigned look of affectionate understanding that's somehow so much worse it's fine lad you're right I never told you not to talk to him. Achilles sighs heavily, eyes on the ground. These are my mistakes, not yours. And just like that, Zagreus is absolved. Not that he feels any better. Sir, I can make this right. You both deserve better than this. You know you do. Patroclus does, Achilles replies instantly. That's why I did what I did. To try to get him what I thought he deserved. Seems I still managed to mess things up. Achilles. More than anything, Zagreus wants to pull the deceased mortal in for a tight hug. Let him know that there are people who care for him beyond his reputation. Well, Zagreus, specifically. But that feels wrong. Childish. Zagreus can't remember hugging anyone since he was small. Clutching the folds of Nyx's skirts, tears in his eyes from some childhood sleight of Than or Hypnos... Hugs, touchy-feely things, weren't done once grown. Perhaps that's why Zagreus prefers to show affection with gifts, always making sure to have nectar on hand. But this isn't really the right moment for that either. So instead, he just keeps his arms stiff at his sides and says, I'll find a way to fix it. I promise. When the news comes trickling down to the house of Hades that Zagreus has beaten his father and escaped to the surface... Achilles isn't sure what's going to happen next, or if he's going to see Zagreus or Patroclus again. But as Hades emerges raging from the pool of the blood red uh, of the river Styx, stinging from the loss of the fight, his face a mask of fury, Achilles allows himself a smile. Far better and far worse things than to guard the door to Tartarus. She's got the feels. <laughs> yeah, but luckily I don't give a fuck about Achilles, so I don't care. <laughs> fuck you, Achilles. No, that was very beautiful. I loved it a lot, and I'm, I'm now slowly realizing what I'm about to have to do. And I am. You're gonna. You're gonna take a. You're gonna take a big old duty on my. On my little emotional. Uh. Thing. Thing that I created. I loved <laughs> it, and it was very, very good. And I just need the. This is historic because that. This may be the dumbest thing I've ever written for this show. Dumber than Indiana Jones, which is like purposefully dumb. This one, I was trying, and it still came out dumb. So I think that makes it worse, kind of? I don't know. This is how it always works on this show. Like, next week, we're, we're going to come with something, and you're going to, like, have written this, like, incredible, like, amazing piece of of writing, and I'm just going to, like, show up and be like, I took a poop in my hand. <laughs> Well, that's actually quite an appropriate uh, comparison, given what happens during my fan fiction. Um, 
Oh, God. Did you write, did you write scat? What the fuck did you do? Not scat. Look, I just... I understand everyone knows the Pantheon. They all know all the fancy gods. I wanted to explore the lesser known gods, or in this case, some of them are spirits, some of them are just like mythological creatures, but I just kind of used God as a catch-all for these. And I'm I'm sorry. I'm so scared. I swear I'll escape here one day, Father. Young Zagreus comments as he once again approaches the gates to Tartarus, holding Aegis, the shield of chaos, high and proudly bidding adieu to Skelly. As he arrives with a hefty thump into the gates of Tartarus, however, he found something waiting for him. He was no stranger to receiving a boon from a god during his escape attempts, but this symbol was one unlike anything he had ever seen before. Zagreus could swear as he approached that it looked eerily like... Ham. He even heard the sound of sizzling coming from the very boon itself. Well, that's bizarre. Oh well. Olympus, I accept this message. Zagreus called to the skies when suddenly the ham exploded in a puff of smoke and a massive man with a long mustache and griddle appeared in front of Zagreus. I'm... What? I, I, I'm sorry. Do I know you? Oh, my boy, my boy, my boy. You may not know me, but I certainly know you, big man. Here, look, I'm being real rude right now. I'm being all rude and tooty, fresh and fruity. Let me introduce myself, big man. My name is old Pimp Master Andy. Make you up some of the best barbecues this side of the Mississippi. Get you right as rain for your upcoming battle. You sure it's not Jeffy D. Morgan? Oh, that's my cousin, Jeffy D. Morgan. (laughs) Right. Zagreus backs away, reluctant. And you are a god, or... Oh, no, 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 I'm not a god. I'm a servant to a god. Here, let me get him right now. Come on, piggy, piggy, piggy. Come on, piggy. (laughs) With that, Andy turned his back to Zagreus and began to chase a massive boar around the gates to the underworld itself. Even Chiron himself couldn't help but glance at the bizarre scene as he passed by on his boat. Which in Chiron's language translates to, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, all right, calm down, baby girl. Come on, Papa Andy's got you. It's going to be all right. He comments as he holds up this massive pig before pulling out a knife and slash- slicing off three fat hunks of bacon off the creature's back itself and tossing them towards Zagreus. Jesus Christ, I'm not eating that. Zagreus comments in response. Ah, don't you worry about old Samanir here, Andy comments. He's the old god of infinite bacon. I can just sit here all day trimmed to meat on this big old boy's back. Almost attempting to prove himself, Andy then proceeds to rapid fire bacon off this pig's back. Uh, okay. Zagreus comments as more and more bacon lands in Aegis itself. So, do you have any sort of boons for me? some Boone's Farm wine if you want that. That's some good stuff. I love that Boone's Farm. No, no. I, I mean like some sort of blessing for me. What you talking about, boy? I done blessed you with the best blessing of all time. I blessed you with the bacon. You got the bacon. You got the sausage. You got everything you need right there in your shield, baby. I'll tell you what right now. All right. Well then, I accept your... Zagreus looks down at the pile of bacon that was now cooking inside of Aegis due to the heat of the underworld. I... I... I accept your blessing, I guess. Good luck! He responds, sending Zagreus on to his battle against the beasts of Tartarus. And despite it initially seeming odd, the bacon of Saramnir proved to be highly beneficial to Zagreus. Not only was it able to sustain its health over several chambers of battle, but the grease from the bacon itself had coated Aegis, allowing it to fly faster in the air and slice through enemies like it was nothing. Eventually, the power of the bacon carried Zagreus all the way to face Megara, the fury with whom Zagreus was quite infatuated. 
Her speed was normally her ally in these battles, but with one quick throw of Aegis, her boots were coated in bacon grease, forcing her to slide around the battlefield maniacally before crashing face-first into the shield of chaos and falling to the ground in a heap, having been defeated by our young hero, Zagreus. The son of Hades proceeded into the next chamber, where he found himself refreshed, regenerated, and most importantly, more ready for escape than ever, when he found himself greeted by another god. You see, Zagreus was familiar with nearly all symbols of the gods and the colorful aura that those symbols would give off, but this one was bizarre. It wasn't a bright green or a fiery red, it was just brown. Oh, God, no. The symbol itself featured two crescent moons paired side by side, and when Zagreus called forth the power of this god to enter his body, he couldn't help but be immediately put off by just the worst scent. Um, hello? Zagreus coughs through this question when in front of him appeared a beautifully tall Native American spirit god. They stood tall and powerful, dark hair flowing down their back. They leaned down and offered a hand and a quiet smile to Zagreus. Oh, hello there. I I'm Zagreus, and you are... I'm sorry. Could God damn it. Could you, could you repeat that? Now, while our unfortunate hero was quite confused, the truth of the matter was that he was standing before Machish Kapu, a famed, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, a famed Native American Inu spirit who would deliver messages to the living world via farts. It's claimed that their utterances no. were rather cryptic, and you had to focus no. hard to understand what was truly being said. Everything you. in this story is 110% true. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Matt commented once again, holding out their hand to Zagreus, who was still exceptionally reluctant, but he sighed momentarily before reaching out and taking their hand. And like a flash of lightning, Zagreus felt the power of Machi- Oh, fuck, Machi Kapu fly into his body, soaring from their grasped hands deep into his heart before falling to his bowels. Zagreus wasn't sure if it was the power of this god or the inappropriate amount of half-cooked bacon he had eaten, but suddenly, he had the power. In the next realm of Asphodel, Zagreus found himself able to dash- Asphodel. Oh, oh yeah. Zagreus found himself <laughs> able to dash twice as fast and thrice as many times. The no, fuck you. <laughs> The power of his toots carrying him across the lava-laden wasteland. In addition, he inflicted poison damage on any who had crossed his path. Combining uh. that with the trail of bacon grease he had left behind, and he had become an unstoppable machine, tripping his enemies on grease before leaving them behind in a fuming cloud of stink. But unfortunately, his ultimate enemy would have no legs to trip as he found himself face to face with the Bone Hydra. Aegis did as well as they could, but eventually the Hydra's multiple heads continued to sprout from the lava itself and overwhelm Zagreus. Lava was being flung at him from every angle. He fell to the ground in pain, burns searing his flesh, when suddenly he felt the pain shift to his abdominal region. He stood up, broken but not beaten, and rushed towards the Bone Hydra and let out a massive fart that carried him in a circle around the Bone Hydra's chamber, summoning a veritable tornado of farts and flame that soared to the sky and burned up the Bone Hydra to a crisp. Are you okay? I hate you so much. Through the fire and the farts, Zagreus carries on into the land of milk and honey itself, Elysium. Zagreus continues, and he finds himself surprised because he actually sees a symbol he's familiar with in front of him. The symbol of Zeus himself, the god of gods, stands before Zagreus, and he rushes for forward excitedly before declaring, Olympus, I accept this message. And so, look, I told him that he was never going to make it if he was going to, uh, what, uh, hey, Zag, Zagman, what, what, uh, what's, what's, what's up? Zeus comments before looking around nervously. I've come for your assistance in my escape, in my quest to escape Elysium. Zagreus comments before Zeus turns to whisper to an invisible presence. 
Oh yeah, yeah, Elysium, and your your quest to to leave the Zeus responds, still looking nervous as ever. Zeus, are you all right? You seem distracted. Zeusy baby, you gotta come get some of this wine, my man. Dionysus comments, jumping into Zeus's hologram before realizing the severity of the situation. Oh shit. Are you on vacation? Zagreus comments, quite upset. Is that why I've been getting all the second-rate gods? What? No, no, the gods don't take vacation, dear Zagreus. That's absolutely... You all know this one, baby! Dionysus screams over a crowd of roaring people in the background. Oh, 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 a gang of style! Hey! Oh, no! Oh. God. Oh, okay, okay, look, we may have taken a small trip to Daytona Beach, but it's okay, Zagreus. We are still here for you, and we are going... Zagreus, just give me one second, will you? Poseidon is just catching the gnarliest wave right now. It is absolutely sick. Yeah, Poseidon! Poseidon! Just give me the fucking boon. Zagreus comments, <laughs> causing Zeus to quickly toss a lightning bolt down to him before disappearing into a cloud of white claws in Gangnam style. Zagreus sighs before heading into Elysium, and despite it not being exactly what he wanted, Zeus's lightning bolt proved to be quite advantageous against the champions of Elysium. Him. He could use it to ignite the bacon grease in his shield before tossing it where it would explode like napon. He could ex he could ignite his farts as he flung himself forward and destroyed those chasing behind him. Zagreus was now nigh unstoppable. In fact, the usually unstoppable force of Theseus and the Minotaur proved to be no match for Zagreus's might. With a quick charge, the Minotaur found himself tripping on the bacon grease before slamming headfirst into the wall, his horns catching in the stonework before Zagreus let out a ma just let a massive one rip before igniting it and crushing the Minotaur in flame. Meanwhile, his name is Asterius, Scotty. God. I just looked up what the bosses were called, and it's just Theseus and the Minotaur because because racism. Asterius. Meanwhile, Honestly. Theseus, uh, Theseus just got farted on a lot. That's right. <laughs> that dumb piece of shit got farted on until until he died. Big old toots every which way you look, baby. Fuck you, Theseus. And with that, Zagreus was left to escape. He let Cerberus lick the grease off his shield, allowing him to pass through, and right before he was set to confront his father, one final god stood in his way. And once again, this was a symbol that Zagreus was unfamiliar with. It was simply a large, imposing question mark. No color, no elegant symbols, just a question mark. Zagreus reached forward and called forth the god, but all that came down was just a small man in a suit. He looked at Zagreus with a small smile. Ah, as I see you've learned today, those gods up on Olympus, they, uh, they're not all powerful as they claim, eh? He laughs quietly as he paces across the room. I mean, with the simple power of bacon grease and a bit of gastrointestinal distress, you found yourself escaping from the deepest pit of Hades itself. Who are you? Zagreus comments as the man closes the gap between them. Me? I, uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I mean, that's the whole thing about me. You see, the humans came up with gods for just about every single thing they could think of. Thunder, oceans, farts, bacon grease, door hinges, hell, the list goes on. But every once in a while, something would just stick in their craw and they wouldn't have anyone to blame for it. So they made me. The unknown god. The god of everything that just hadn't been taken care of yet. Zagreus stares at him in confusion. So, I assume this is the part of your story where I give you your final boon. That final big boost to get one over on your father so you can escape Hades and join those Olympians. I mean, grass is always greener and all that, eh? I... I suppose so. What do you have to offer? I guess anything. The unknown god chuckles to himself. I mean, thanks to those humans creating so many things, the scope of Olympus has shrunk, and mine, it's grown. God of flamethrowers, M16s, grenades, machine guns, whatever you'd like to take out your dad and join them on Olympus. I mean, whenever they get back from Daytona Beach, that is. 
Zagreus stared at him for a moment, realizing the sheer scope of power that the unknown god had before looking down with a sigh at the bacon grease and dog spit laden shield, holding back another powerfully godly fart, before smiling and looking up at the unknown god with a definitive answer. You know something, unknown god. I think I know exactly what I need. Moments later, Zag found himself crossing the threshold itself, getting ready to escape from Hades forever, and once again he found himself standing before his father. Once again, boy, you've tested me and tested me, and now it's time to send you back where you belong. Any last words? Yeah, Zagreus comments with a smile before dropping his shield to the ground and holding up a small baseball and two gloves. One of, <laughs> one of which he tosses across the field to his godly father of the dead. Hades looks down at it with a smile before placing it over his hand as Zagreus gets ready to toss the ball. Catch. The end. <laughs> For the audio listeners, the sheer look of pain on Megan's face is palpable right now. Yeah. I just was like, what? I wanted to learn about weird gods that no one knew about. And yeah, there was a infinite bacon pig. There was a fart god that communicated through farts. And apparently, literally in Grecian mythology, there was a god who was just like, oh, fucking no, him. He did it. <laughs> That guy. No, um, I think the thing that makes me the most angry is that that uh, honestly was like, that, that wasn't bad. <laughs> like, you, you, you sit and you're like, this is the worst fuck, I don't know. No, I didn't just say a- worst. I said dumbest. There's the difference between being <laughs> bad and being dumb. Like, th- there was there was cohesion. It just, oh, it, yeah. ju- it just made me fucking angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't usually go to the fart well. It felt weird. I was just like, I don't know if this... Uh, farts it d- it don't d- always d- land. Yeah. yeah, we really don't... Uh... The moment I realized... Because I, I wanted to use gods that would be re- stupidly relevant <laughs> to the battle. So, like, obviously the Fast Fury would be taken out with bacon grease. And then I was sitting there like, how are farts going to kill a bone hydra? And then just... Like a bolt of lightning, it struck me, and I realized farts can be ignited by flame. Bone hydra's around a whole lot of flame, ain't it? <laughs> Fart tornado! Thanks, I hate it. Um... I'm upset you didn't react harder to through the farts and the flames we carry on. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that easy a nut to crack, I'm sorry. I, I would hope you'd know better by now. I love that I I feel like mine was like almost like almost to- I feel like both of ours were in, in a weird way almost totally canon compliant um in terms oh, yeah. of like yeah personalities and whatnot I feel like I just made Hades slightly more of a dickhead um but then you're in and uh your um Di- resolution yeah, yeah that but that oh yeah but your resolution was like nah dad let's have a catch <laughs> let's have a catch <laughs> dad it's okay whereas <laughs> mine was just like i finally murdered the motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> look how mad he is <laughs> i personally love how you're like we pretty much are we're compliant as i have dionysus singing opa gangnam style at daytona beach while poseidon's <laughs> just surfing in the back Ground. It's like compliant to their personalities, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my that was my favorite boon I got from Dionysus Gangnam <laughs> style. And he would just be like, "It's like, come on, we gotta, we gotta, he's about to do, he's about to do a stage dive, Zag. We'll get back to you. <laughs> come on, Zag. It's be cool, motherfucker. It's, it's spring so- break at Daytona, Zag. <laughs> everybody's got their dicks out (laughs) don't blow this for me man zag it's a fun time where are you at still in hell 
Oh. Bummer. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, whenever you get done with that, come down to Daytona. One of my favorite uh, angry Dionysus lines because you, when you know when you get to those rooms where you get a double boon, but first you gotta you gotta pick one and piss the other one off. Yeah, yeah. Um, is when if you don't pick Dionysus, he says something like, "Where it's like, hey, everybody makes mistakes, man. You're, you're gonna learn that because after all, you made one just now." <laughs> <laughs> I made the mistake once of picking against Ares in one of those rooms. Never fucking again. He wrecks shop. If it comes down to Ares and Aphrodite, you got pay. Never, ever, ever, ever pick against Aphrodite. Oh, really? Is it rough? She drains your health. Oh, shit. Oh, no. That's not good. Yeah. She just straight drains your health. Someone you could pick against every single time is Athena. Oh, yeah. Because all she does is she just puts up a shield. I always feel bad because I'm literally always picking against her, and I feel like I can hear her getting slightly more frustrated every time. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Please, (laughs) just once. Like, Zagreus, goddammit! (laughs) (laughs) All right, we fixed Hades easily. (laughs) I think this may be our best episode of Fix yet. This may be the best we've done so far. Uh, But next week, unfortunately, um, I think we're both going to do either really good or really bad because we've got a guest coming on. It's this guy. His name is this guy from this podcast I've never heard of named Charles Kelly. It's just it's just some weirdo. I don't know. No, no, I don't know what that word is. What are those (laughs) words you said? Uh, Yeah. Next week, we're being joined by Charles Kelly to discuss Twin Peaks which has absolutely nothing to do with a show that I have no... I don't know what it is. <laughs> Just, you, you sound like you're fucking stroking out. Do, do, <laughs> do I have to take over? Are you going to swallow your tongue? We're being joined by Shrek to talk about Twin Charles. Next time on Fun Fiction. Someone's going to show up. <laughs> It's going to be Charles, but in full Shrek makeup. Like Shrek the musical makeup. There's there's a mental image I didn't need. Hot damn, it's the Loveland Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) That means nothing to anyone. But until next time, well, they'll know about it if they subscribe to a podcast I've never heard of, The Weird, and eventually... Hot damn, it's the Loveland Shrek will be explained. Although, actually, I think we reference it on the episode that's already live on the Patreon of the podcast that we apparently don't talk about. Yeah, um, patreon.com slash join the weird. Whoa, what the fuck just happened? My body got possessed by a ding dang gremlin or some shit. Where could people find you on the internet? They can find me at jointheweird.com at, uh, at, uh, at Twitter uh, at Meg underscore danger um, tweeting about all kinds of things. Uh, I guess it won't make sense when this episode comes out, but today I was tweeting about the fact that ever since my dad got his second vaccine shot, he won't stop sending me fucking weird deep fake videos of his face. <laughs> on like fucking Dr. Evil's body and shit from Austin it's, Powers. It's so powerful. I love it so much. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O and you can check out all my other podcasts from the many adventures of Sammy Magic to JWF Monday Night Ignition or you can always join the weird. Uh, <laughs> We got different possession noises. Yours is real wiggly, and mine's just deep inhales. Well, you know, different demons. Yeah. (laughs) They got different styles, you know. Mine mine goes lefty. Yours is is goofy foot. (laughs) Lefty and goofy foot are two demons.
the the best demon of all is Best Day, who made the music for the <laughs> intro and outro of this podcast. <laughs> if you if you like it, you can hear more music like it at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day or by going on to Spotify or Apple Music and searching for Best Day. <laughs> hey Zagman, have you got that hot new Hawk Babadook merch, bitch. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com. I still need to re-upload the bad Hawk Babadook shirt that Disney got mad at us and told us to take it down. Too hot for tea public. You do. You need to upload it so I can buy it and upset people with it. Here's what was the worst part, was the fact that they were like, no, Disney said you can't put this up. And I was like, oh, it's because Baby Yoda. So my argument was going to be like, oh, it's not Baby Yoda, Disney. You don't have to worry. It's just Quicksilver from another IP you own. So my argument quickly fell apart. No, Disney, it's Hawk Babadook. (laughs) But you can get that at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and you can support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And yeah. Hey, yeah, Zagman. Hey, hey Zagman. Nice merch. <laughs> hey, Zagman. The fuck does that say? <laughs> I hate the government. I love my podcast. <laughs> Zag man, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> Zag man, when you return to the underworld, keep an eye out for these two demons, <laughs> Lefty Foot and Shifty. <laughs> They're coming for you, Zag man. Be careful. Zag man, what's uh, what's joy in the weird? <laughs> 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 <laughs>